I guess starting off with stories. So I had a day of pettiness, like our job, we had like a secret Santa. This person, uh, Mr. Pasta Sauce, did not fill it out. So I was like, okay, then I had to go do some detective work. And I heard from one of my closer friends, Jazzy, he's like, oh yeah, he actually likes Metallica shirt. So I'm thinking, I'm not just gonna give this man a Metallica shirt. So what I did, I put it in a box, wrapped that box four times, put it in a gift bag and put that gift bag inside a Victoria's Secret bag. So he would have to honestly work to get this present because I honestly have to work to figure out what he wanted. So, but in the end, he he got a kick out of it. That was hilarious, but he didn't want the Victoria's Secret bag back. So he gave that back to me. So he enjoyed his Christmas present. So I guess in the end, uh, so if you're gonna do Secret Santa, fill out the Secret Santa form and I won't be petty. <laughs> I like that. Um, so you did you did both of the things that you talked about last week instead of just one of them. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking just giving them straight Victoria's Secret probably beats a little bit mean-spirited so i'm thinking you know let's make him work for it right i love it um welcome back to confrontational millennials it's the last episode of the year (gasps) yes and 2020 has been a year for everyone in the world for me like personally with my grandfather passing away which really sucked and like a lot of other people passing away and coronavirus of course it's it's been one hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's we're we're going to go through all the things that we know you forgot happened this year in a second. But um let's start with um well, I mean, do you want to start with a look back? Like let's look back 12 things we each can't re- believe happened this year cuz we forgot. Exactly. We should. Okay. Do you want to go first or should I? Yes. So, well, I'll probably go first. Mention here, like, the Iran missile strikes. I mean, through that, I was freaking out that we're going to go through World War III personally with Iran. I'm thinking we are not prepared for uh, World War III. We probably have to get drafted and I can't fight. No, I can't. I wouldn't have, I would have gotten, I would have, I think I would have made the slip because I'm flat footed as fuck. Oh, so I would have gotten to escape the draft. But like, yeah, no, I remember, I vaguely remember World War Three trending on Twitter. And I was just kind of like, we don't have time for this. 2020 is supposed to be my year. Yeah, I'm thinking new year, new me. <laughs> I don't have time for uh, Iran missile strikes. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Dude, the other thing that I also saw, like runner up for January 2020, was that um, Australia was still on fire. Do you remember? Oh, yes, Australia was burning. It, it was insane. It was insane. Um, yeah, and that carried over from like 2019. So I think it started in like December of 2019 and it was still carrying on in January. I remember like all of those efforts of people like, you know, fostering koalas like because they were afraid they were going to go extinct and man, yeah. it was a lot. 
and koalas have chlamydia. I know, like, do you, why were people finding out so many damn facts about koalas? <laughs> Guys, did you know? And it's just kind of like, save the koalas. No, don't tell us about their sexually transmitted diseases that they have. <laughs> Oh my god, it is crazy. Okay, do you have anything that you remember from February? Uh, besides probably one of my coworkers being ashy. Uh, besides that, I do think Susan Collins, because you know, around this time, our wonderful President Trump was being impeached, and she would say she would vote to quick because he said he learned his lesson. Yeah, he learned he can get away with anything. Yeah, yeah, he learned that he can he can swindle y'all just and you will just follow him blindly into just anything because you're a fucking idiot. Um and he was also acquitted, I believe. Yeah, he was um he was not properly impeached. What was it? I think the vote was like 52 to 48. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Um I think, like, the craziest thing to come out of that vote was, like, that Mitt Romney was the one, was one of the people who voted with Democrats. I think that was the first time that a Republican had voted with a Democrat. I don't remember exactly what I read, but I think it's the first time a, a Republican had voted with it, like, to side with a majority of Democrats or something like that. Yeah, he dissented from the party versus, because, you know, generally parties are loyal to their side, so mm-hmm. him dissenting, and I guess also late in the year, he also marked with the Black Lives Matter protests. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, he kind of has, like, a Zuko redemption arc kind of going there. <laughs> it's like, okay, Mitt Romney, all right, you ran against Barack, which was a bad move. But uh, you're, I don't totally hate you, white man. Not, not totally. Um, one of the things that I had completely forgotten about was the fact that Harvey Weinstein was found guilty for his multiple charges of, uh, I think it was, it, there's a technical term. It's not rape. It was, it's like sexual something. Like- like it was a sexual harassment assault and sexual harassment and assault in, in some like probably a f- he should have been like everything sexual he should have been charged <laughs> with it because he's the fucking gross ass oh god he looks like pedo bear pedo bear was a f- actual fucking human being oh <laughs> my god but like yeah you was found guilty in january i mean february the 24th I want to say, and I remember, I remember exactly where I was. I was at the library because uh, I was going to the library a lot that the first couple of months because I didn't want to be in my house um, for reasons I might get into later. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> um, uh, I was at the library and I was listening to this podcast that I really like. It's called The Read. Um, if you want to listen to it and uh, the listeners want to listen to it as well. Um, and they were like, they were rejoicing at the fact that he had been found guilty. And I was like, really? Oh my God. So yes, I did. When I looked this up, I vaguely remembered that. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It did happen. Do you remember where you were when you first heard about it? Yeah, I think I was driving home from work. I'm thinking, what the fuck? I'm thinking, I was just really shocked. 
thinking this is bullshit. I mean, now he can get away with whatever he wants and thinking this man's an unstoppable juggernaut. I mean, he could commit murder and still get elect- reelected president. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was, we were also hearing some things about Wuhan and one of the doctors that we were working with, she, uh, she was a primary care doctor she was meeting with us and say oh yeah coronaviruses might be a thing and life might change we know it i'm thinking okay this lady's kind of crazy in february what did i know the doctor was fucking right <laughs> oh yeah like this remember i like uh oh i the thing that i listed for march was like this, this, well this is when we started quarantining i don't know when everybody else officially started well that's like officially in april because i know like during my birthday we were still going out and about and we we're still making coronavirus jokes and thinking uh, you have the modello now no i don't have corona i have modello oh yeah i have those effies so oh my we god no, so thinking, that sounds stupid because people at the time thought you can get it from Corona Corona beer. I'm thinking people can't be that stupid. They can. They will prove to be much more stupid as we go down this list. Um, but yes, like, well, and I think we started. They started the shutdowns in like mid because i remember your party was at the beginning of march and i think they started the shutdowns mid-march because i remember um oh i because i remember this vividly like i was supposed to go to like this um this ga like this general assembly houston like uh, thing or whatever and I never got to go because, like, <laughs> everything got shut down. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that was, like, mid-March. Right. March. And then I remember at my workplace, we're kind of freaking out because we're thinking, wait, are we essential? Are we not essential? And realize, oh, wait, well, since we, like, test the boat fuel for boats, we are essential. And we actually got, like, a pass. So if we ever get stopped by a police officer, you say, bam, we're essential. So we can just go on our merry way wow y'all got a whole pass that's crazy um i didn't know that they were doing that oh man that it feels like that was 20 years ago like when this started and we had exactly but like oh and then like so i remember of course spring break was in like march ish this year right yeah um and um I'd forgotten about all of those stupid children that went. I'm sorry. Usually I don't shit on Gen Z because I'm like, because I'm like, I, I don't want like the younger generation to like feel like millennial, even though they will take shots at millennials. And it's just kind of like, we're barely separated in age. Y'all are literally like less than like, two to three years younger than us like why are you shitting on millennials all the youngest millennials why are you shitting on us like so so like i don't but i don't like shitting on the younger generation because it's like they're just going to turn bitter and mean and like nobody needs that right now so like but i will say this a majority of those kids out there for spring break were fucking Gen Zers who just acted like, and that's not, that's not a fault of their generation specifically. It's a fault of their youth because there were millennials out there. that were like at our age that were pretending like they were invincible. Cause at first everybody was saying that it was only a disease that the elderly should worry about. Right. Um, 
because they were the most acceptable. And they are obviously because they have weaker immune systems and health and they right. may have pre-existing conditions, whatever. But it was kind of like, it just because it was like, it just showed how much the younger people, not just them, but also some of us do not care, do not have any empathy for anybody else. Because yeah. it's like, why would you go out and to these beaches and to these other places to throw wild parties and get in the ocean and possibly contract this virus when yeah. you know you could bring it back to somebody else? Speaking, I guess you don't care about your grandparents. Fuck your grandparents. Fuck old people. Like I when mean, they say fuck them kids, is this your response? Like fuck the grandparents then. <laughs> exactly. Grace generation that ass. I mean, yeah, it does suck that you, they did screw up the economy and other stuff, but I think we should probably just be in this together. It really like people really showed their ass at the beginning of March because like at the in the middle of March we started quarantining because like the fact that they were hoarding fucking toilet paper, the fact that they were hoarding Clorox wipes, the fact that they were uh I mean like y'all are terrible. Like what yeah. and on top of that the people was also price gouging because remember there's a case in Tennessee where this man he bought up like all like the hand sanitizer clorox and everything and then sold about like like twice as much and then he said i'm not a bad person just trying to make some money and thinking nah that's, that's, that's a shitty thing to do right like you can make money some other way get an only fans ho like stop <laughs> like like uh, the rest of us like go get an only fans account why are you like <laughs> why are you uh price gouging that's illegal like at least on only fans like you know like somebody will like your wrinkly digging balls i guess i don't know <laughs> shit find another way to make money you asshole <sighs> march and then in april i think this one i think show like people's hypocrisy because around in april there were like a bunch of people who start protesting mass laws and stay-at-home orders like mm -hmm. they marched like it was an armed protest and the police officers were practically just stood there and take it like a bitch because you know it's mostly like white people mm -hmm. who are in these protests against these anti-masks anti-stay-at-home orders saying we need haircuts i'm thinking i want my hair braid around that time but i'm not gonna go out and protest about it listen uh, my whole thing was like y'all need more than haircuts because you're ugly like you're <laughs> ugly the, and i'm not saying ugly on the outside because you ugly on the outside when you ugly on the inside yeah y'all so need Y'all need something. You need to. It wasn't just haircuts. Your face is needed correcting. Okay, because you, you screwed up like a lemon right now. Because you can't go outside and get your hair cut, Geraldine. But what you really need is to just nix that whole color and cut anyway. Because you look a hot mess. Okay, that's what I need you to know. Well, like, I saw this funny meme on Black Twitter. It said the only reason why white people are protesting because now they have to eat their own food for all this time all the time and it's like just order in and pick up curbside bitch stop trying to go out and sit at restaurants and make the rest of us suffer right 
they were so dumb i yeah. remember when i saw that the only good thing about april was the fact that i got a job <laughs> i was like yay uh, the lord is good but these white people are wiling yes and then i think also in houston lena hildago and our mayor sylvester turner say okay we should go walk down people complain thinking oh yeah she's an idiot she just and like one person like white person Tell my white friends on Facebook say, "Oh, she has these draconian rules forced us into lockdown." I'm thinking to save your fucking health. I think this is when people started majorly gouging their Facebook friend list and their whatchamacallit because these people just showed their whole entire ass. Like, by the time April rolled around, it's like, are you serious right now? listen this feels like this has been going on for 500 years um so by may we get to murder hornets and this is when people really were like the apocalypse is upon us yeah it yeah, also got the death of george floyd mm-hmm. um and you know good police officers say they can't stay in silence like that okay I mean, I felt like it's a little bit different with the Black Lives Matter protests um, this time around than what happened in 2015, because more and more people are listening and realize you can't really justify George Floyd's, George Floyd's death because you can't say, oh, you shouldn't be resisting arrest. I'm thinking it's over a uh, uh, an alleged fake $20 bill. No one should die over that. Nobody should die. Yeah, it was that was it's it's i it's still very like difficult when i was making this list or whatever i do mention like how the global protest started in june or whatever but when i was making this list and i got to the the start of like the black lives matter protest i was like i was what i tell you was so upset like i was so upset i started like i started crying because like this is what we have to deal with all the fucking time exactly like and like it's 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 it wasn't just george floyd because then like brianna taylor got brought back up because i think her death was like earlier in there was it like it was actually in march and the thing is they hit all that information out and thing is when the paper came out for like casualties and death the pale paper was blank Mm -hmm. so people really pissed off i'm thinking she was sleeping. The more we hear about the case, the angrier we get. Because I'm thinking it's mostly about her ex-boyfriend, who was a drug dealer, who wasn't even at that house. Maybe he came by to get some shoes, and it was shown that she was not a threat. I'm thinking, and here's this guy who's a legal gun owner. The NRA should be all over this. I'm thinking, here's this guy. He owns a gun legally, and yet here he is shooting. I'm thinking, if someone comes in at my house at 3 a.m., breaking mm-hmm. down the door, and they don't identify themselves. Some people say, the police did the majority of people said the police did not identify themselves right and then she stayed there dying for 30 20 minutes you could have been saved but they didn't so and i just thinking as a black woman how unprotected we are right it really like yeah and i mean it's it's one thing like it just made me think about like how we we've been we've had to deal with this this is not our first rodeo right like as african-american we've had to deal with hearing about somebody um 
somebody that looks like us dying every other day in the street like they get stopped by police um they had something in their hand that the police wanted to pretend was a gun when they knew it was not or like they were in a car or it was a whatever so like it's not as if we were not accustomed unfortunately to like hearing about people being stopped by police um whether in a car or by foot or something or resisting arrest whatever even though we all know that's bullshit but like the fact of the matter was she was in her own goddamn house yeah and to say like a month before there like there was like white people like with guns waving guns at the police officers and they don't do shit but yet they see someone like Rashad Brooks and Ahmed Arbery thinking okay these guys could have been a threat. I felt threatened. I'm thinking what made them feel threatened, thinking that something that could have been a threat or could have been a weapon, but yet with other population groups, cough, cough, white people, right. they thinking, oh yeah, I don't feel as threatened with someone who like killed a bunch of people. I'm thinking, and also the double standard of, oh, he was just an angel who made a bad choice and thinking the same thing that you get for white people. I mean, like in Dallas, there was a kid like several years ago who had affluenza say he was too rich and he didn't know what he was doing he didn't know right from wrong and i'm so, so sick of that i'm sorry like i hate to go i'm so sick of this bullshit excuse that white people keep bringing up because i mean like that kind of ties into that whole olivia jade like scandal that happened when she went on red table talk in december i don't have that on my list so i'm just gonna kind of throw it out there now when she went on red table talk in december and she was just kind of like well, I mean, I didn't really understand that I have privilege. Yes, you fucking did. Exactly. Like, please, please stop acting like this is not oh, the whole Lord's year of the 2020 and like that you have not been existing forever fucking long and that you don't have any access to um, popular media and that you don't see people complaining about this every goddamn day. Are you fucking serious? Are you going to sit here and act like, oh, I didn't understand that I have white privilege. People are screaming in your face every day that you have white privilege. You literally, your, your, your mother is Aunt Becky. Your father is Massimo. You're trying to tell me you didn't understand that you didn't have any privilege? You have financial privilege. You have white privilege. You have pretty privilege. Yes, and her parents who go to jail, I'm thinking, and they only get like a few months, they're probably already out now, I'm not sure. Um, and then versus other black parents who live in poor neighborhoods, you know, who use someone else's debt to get their kid into better like neighborhood, they're going to jail for like three, four years. Exactly. Like if a black mother had did anything like what you're doing, she would be in jail for a life without anybody even batting an eyelash and, and hearing any testimony. But you want me to feel sorry for you as when you come on and blatantly use, you probably took away a chance for an ex- ex- like an amazing black student you took their spot but probably more than likely because you posed for some pictures and lied but you want me to be feel sorry for you because you take advantage of my people and you go on their show um to try to get my sympathy are you fucking when gammy was like you would be all right whether or not you were on this show i was like thank god somebody yeah. understands <laughs> Because it's just like, so I'm re I'm so tired of people acting like, and people acting like there's no like clear 
stigma here. Like, there's no clear, like what you said, like a double standard. A white person wave your gun in your face and you're like, oh, that's fine. But a black person could be sleeping in their goddamn bed at night doing absolutely nothing to you. And it's like, oh, but you entered their house without... fully believe that you did not tell these people that you were the police and that you broke down their door and that you just started shooting. I yeah, and you didn't find any fucking drugs. So I'm thinking, what was the point? You killed a woman in her home, and yet I guess with even worse insult to injury because they actually prepared for riots thinking, oh yeah, let's just go put him in jail for like damaging the fucking wall. I'm thinking, okay, he got more time for damaging a goddamn wall for taking a black woman's life somebody's life which all it sends the message to us is that we can't even be safe in our own fucking home i can't even go to bed at night without somehow wondering is somebody come gonna come break down is a police officer gonna come break down my door because somebody else who lived here before me maybe had drugs and so they're gonna be like oh and they don't have an updated fucking uh address list of people and they're just gonna break down this door and start shooting and kill me yeah, like, oh, and I'm, what pissed me off, like, oh, that would you get for dating and drug abuse? There's people who are married to fucking serial killers who don't get charged with anything. Thinking, okay, sir, you're married to the shoe, uh, the shoe fetish killer, and you don't know with a severed boob in your house that he was killing fucking women? <laughs> and they get in jail, but thinking, oh, she deserves to die because she dated a drug dealer. I'm thinking, there's plenty of people who date drug dealers, and they are not drug dealers themselves. And just because somebody's a drug dealer doesn't make them the worst scum of the earth or that they deserve to die. It just means they sold drugs on the streets. And guess what? Sometimes that's what you got to do in these, uh, when you're especially a person of color because nobody will give you an opportunity otherwise. So, but let's move on before I literally. (laughs) I guess from one angry property, June. This shit happened in June when, you know, Trump, well, in Lafayette Square, uh, you know, where there was peaceful protests, William goddamn Barr, I mean, Mr. Complicit himself, I mean, the whole system needs to be terrifying down, said, okay, get it done, and like, gas the protest so he can hold a goddamn Bible. I mean, I'm no longer a Christian, but I'm thinking, this is hella disrespectful. It is disrespectful. The Lord should have struck him down <laughs> where he stood, and I would have cackled. I mean, he's probably holding the death note upside down. Right? Like, ooh, somebody, the devil should have dragged you down to hell immediately for that. Like, you son of a, how dare you hold the Bible? Like, listen, it's not my book of choice, but it's still somebody's book of choice. But you know what? There are way too many Christians that like him. That's his base. And that's that's unacceptable. Because I'm going to tell you something. When I was still going to church last year, the, um, there was a man who used to have a Trump hat and he would sit right in front of the choir. And I tell you, when I thought unholy thoughts about that man the entire time, how I wished <laughs> that a demon would just gut him <laughs> in front of me. I, ooh, I did not stand that man. I was like, you have the audacity to wear it. First of all, this is not a political place. You keep right. your trash politics to yourself in the house of the <laughs> Lord, you scum. Like, 
take that fucking thing off before I shove it down your goddamn throat. Or better yet, up your ass, because you're a homophobe, probably. More than likely. Yeah, and I'm mad because I went to Saint, uh, to a Catholic university. I was just amazed how many couple people who are Catholic and like are hardcore supporters of Trump, follows of Ben Shapiro and other stuff. I'm thinking, really? Because I thought we were taught to think critically about this shit. And here you are, like, blind, sucking on the teeth in the cult of Trump. I mean, one thing I actually learned from a documentary, I also watched Heaven's Gate documentary, that cults are not always religious. They could be political as well. Adolf Hitler, bruh. Nazism. Yeah. That shit is, a, that shit was the, the cult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and surprisingly, Trump fits all 10 points of fascism. And one, one thing keeps seeing is that your enemy's strong, but yet weak. I'm thinking the Democrats are strong enough to like rig the election, but weak enough that they can't rig the election for the Senate. Oh man, it's just, I feel like the summer was a start of a shit show. Just All right. And then there are multiple hurricanes, I guess, moving on to July. Yeah, July. Oh my God, I forgot. Bro, we moved past named hurricanes this year. I forgot that we went to Greek letters. Oh my God. So many. I mean, there's like two hit at one time thinking whoever, what time traveler is fucking up the line, the timeline this year, what's so bad that it two hurricanes is better than this? my fucking god i forgot and we got all the way what letter what greek letter did we get to it was something ridiculous it wasn't just like omega if they were starting to name them shit that i never even heard of in the greek alphabet i was like like omicron (laughs) i was like no sorority or fraternity is named this (laughs) i don't know what this is (laughs) oh my god so from what I see from CBS News that we turned to a little bit of normalcy with the ML, well, with the Major League Baseball coming back with cardboard cutouts. So I'm thinking we try to go back to normal. But then they started this Wayfair sex trafficking rumor and that shit was weird. <laughs> okay, I just threw that in there for giggles. I don't know, where did this come from? Do you know where this came from? Because I don't. Yeah, I think it was a Facebook meme that was going around that said that there's like, there's, they named their like, uh, their cupboards weird names. Like, um, here's one, uh, this shelf called Waniqua, and it's like for $5,000. I'm thinking, okay, so thinking that's kind of a strange name for a shelf. I'm thinking, is it? a strange name for a shelf or it's like kids being smuggled in it but some of it got debunked because they use like one the girl say hey you're not i'm not part of the wafer scandal someone stole my pictures oh listen i just i remember seeing that in passing and thinking to myself the fuck are y'all <laughs> there are bigger things to worry about than your made-up wayfair sex trafficking smuggling and couches theory what Oh, the children will believe <laughs> the strangest things. <laughs> okay, moving on. What do you have for August? <laughs> well, this is when Hurricane Laura hit Louisiana. Oh, so no. I think it's around the time that 
it really because it was hurricane season and then we have the pandemic so a lot of people are freaking out and i'm thinking it's like the there were so many hurricanes that was hitting louisiana i'm thinking does god hate louisiana he's like pointing all those hurricanes there mm-hmm. and i know at my job we we're freaking out because of that okay the hurricanes might hit us so we're turning off all our machines and the next day the hurricane completely missed houston Right. And of course, all for pissed because a lot of the machines that we use are not supposed to be turned off. So we had to wait a good like three, four hours to start our work. And I'm thinking, did any get any rain last night? I'm thinking, nope, bone dry. I was pissed uh, off. I wanted the day off. Right, but like hurricanes are not good. Um, man, for August, I have Chadwick Boseman. Um, it was the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman that I, I definitely didn't forget that, but it feels like it happened like a year ago now. Like it feels like it's been so long, chat, but it really is not. It's only been what is that, five months? Less than five months. Right. That we have been we have been robbed of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I mean, it's really sad because I remember hearing about that. I think I was shocked. I was at work when I heard it. I'm thinking, what? And I remember like a few months ago, people were clowning him on like Twitter thinking, oh, look at him. He's like he's on cocaine because he's so skinny. But little did they know, he was actually struggling with cancer for the, the, the last four years. And a lot yeah. of people pointed out that he has such a good social network that people didn't leak all that shit out. Exactly. Like, because I mean like a couple people knew um and it just goes to show you like my rule of thumb is unless a person is like dog shit scum i don't make fun of the way they look <laughs> like i just like and so when they were making fun of chadwick boseman i was like this is not no chadwick boseman is not a terrible person y'all are being very mean right now um I said, this is, this is awful. And then when I learned about it, I'm like, oh, y'all are going to hell. Like, <laughs> y'all, y'all made fun of Chadwick Boseman. And that man has cancer. Are you kidding me? That's almost as bad as making fun of a child on a St. Jude commercial. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Ooh. And he was a wholesome, good actor. He was great in Black Panther. Um, I'm now I want to watch Rainy Ma's Black Bottom, which is what his last role that he was in. And I also heard that he was about to be uh, Yasuke, which is the legendary Black Samurai in Japan. Oh, so that would have been, been cool. But you know what? He would never be replaced. He's up there with Stan the Man. That's right. Do you do I what I also remember about that month was after was Omari Hardwick's whack ass like memorial to him when he tried to and I was like it like his 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 in memoriam to him and when he like basically tried to compare their careers I'm like Omari you are nothing like Chadwick Boseman Chadwick Boseman is Jackie Robinson he's uh the Black Panther He's, uh, like, shit, what other? He was so many, like, titular roles. I'm like, he's the culture. Yes, are- and he went to an HBCU. I think also Denzel Washington paid for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Denzel Washington's son can also get it. Oh, yeah, that man is so good looking. Yes, I love him, Black Landsman. <laughs> yes. 
But like, I was just kind of like Omari, like this man is our culture. You play a drug dealer on a very popular show but a drug dealer nonetheless you there's no comparison my friend and so it was just kind of like y'all are goofy (laughs) and not in a good way like what listen don't make this about you this is about a man that a powerhouse that we have lost and a good decent man because he was he was also a great benefactor and it's just kind of like what a role model that all of the children have lost yeah, and he helped kids fight cancer while he was fighting himself. Okay. And he also was quiet about his love for his wife, too, since they've been married. I'm thinking, that's great, especially in Hollywood. People are all up in your business, especially with marriages. And so I'm thinking keeping that on the down, which is great. I'm thinking things in the house should stay in the house, which I respect. I respect as well. I respect that man so much, and I miss him with an ache. Just like, ugh. What do you have for September? Hmm. Well, the biggest news, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the nomination, Amy Comey Burke, and the same day, I'm thinking, damn, this woman is not even in the ground yet and you're nominating her. So kind of like me and my female friends kind of great, like, yeah, we're probably going to lose our rights. (laughs) Right? Like, I was, ooh, I was sick. I was sick. I was like, wow, you're not even letting RBG like get her soul in order before you trying to take up her seat y'all are trifling, yeah, y'all are trifling. and like the hypocrisy of the republicans when anthony and scalia say oh it's an election year let the people decide i'm thinking they're like no fuck that replace that bitch so i'm thinking great let's i'm thinking right, we need to go get prepared for the role in a handmaid's tale yeah Plus, we're here. probably gonna be fucking handmaids god damn it i don't know i'll probably die because i'll die before i let any man with the fucking white supremacist stick his dick in me (laughs) well they want fertile women so if anything if we know how to cook we'd just be martha's Ooh, but wait i thought they usually took let's not get into handmaid's tale we're going well because also in the last well i'm not sure if you watched the most current one because the young ones they're like yeah i'm not a fucking idiot i was st- before all this happened was studying to be a radiologist i was studying oh, yeah. an cat so she was young so i'm thinking there are young because i think they most want fertile women i mean unless they're gonna check for fertility which would be gross i think well i think you do have a point i think like the way that they picked it was they'd already had children mm-hmm. and that's how they proved that these women were fertile. Yeah. And they broke in some wall, like with like June, mm-hmm. she cohabitated with her husband and then her other friend who was a lesbian uh, also was just selling off her eggs. So I'm guessing they convinced some wall that they broke, mm-hmm. then they will have to be like handmaids. But I think also in the book, they mentioned like most of the Marthas were like women of color and then everyone else that's a good point thinking nah let's see if we can risk it to canada or mexico right yeah let's run (laughs) um what i have said in september to kind of lighten the mood was the fact that chris evans uh showed us his dick unless uh (laughs) in case all of you forgot like man i saw it and i was like oh (laughs) that america captain america (laughs) saluted you in a <laughs> um 
just to, if you didn't see it, I'm sure it's still floating around on the internet. All you have to do is type in Chris Evans' dick and Chris Evans docked his own dick, doxed his own dick. Like that's all you have to do. So like, yeah, that man. And then it was a, it was a, a plea to go vote. And I was like, wow. So you showed me our whole dick so I could vote. Like, okay. It'll work for somebody. All right. <laughs> I was planning on voting anyway, but I mean, if there was an undecided voter out there, they probably were like, well, am I going to vote this year? Uh, may- maybe your dick changed their mind. And I salute you, sir. I salute you and I salute your saluting dick. I like mm-hmm. it. I, I truly did. So that was a fun time. Wow. October, I think, was also hit with schadenfreude because that's when President Trump and his wife and a bunch of people in the White House got hit with COVID-19. Uh-huh. I mean, privately, I was so, I mean, on one side thinking, maybe Trump will learn his lesson. I would like to go back in October and say, he doesn't learn his lesson. Make as much jokes as you fucking can because he got COVID. COVID. My dad to this day still thinks that he faked that shit, that he didn't actually get COVID. And I'm yeah. just kind of like, I mean, but I, I think he was trying to say because he didn't have any like symptoms or whatever. Or like, but I'm like, they weren't going to show you that. And also he has the best doctors in the world. There was no way yeah. he was going to die from it, even though we all hoped. Yeah, way. my dad believed he's faking it as well. Because thinking he'd go in here and thinking if he was sick, he'd probably stay at the White House and the doctor would just come to him. But I was thinking, consider, yeah, he does have the best, the president of the United States, he has the best doctors in the world. So I'm thinking, of course, I'm giving like a fucking cocktail of everything better than what most Americans get for COVID anyway. Yeah. And then he's fine. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's negative now. So I'm thinking also sends a message to like, see, COVID's just like a bad cold. I'm fine. And it's like, no, dummy, you have great doctors. The rest of us have to deal with these overworked underpaid like exhausted doctors who have no idea what's going on they don't have access to the drugs that they need and it's just kind of like yeah doctors may also add like doctors nurses repertory therapists people mm-hmm. who don't have protect the ppe because they're using trash bag but yet here are like fucking cops walking around with like goddamn robocop or tanks. I'm thinking, does an Irish police department need a fucking tank? No. Do you know how much that PPE will get? A lot. And I think through all the COVID pandemic as a whole shows like the weaknesses in all of our uh, infrastructures or mm-hmm. our, uh, not industries, but um, I'm not sure what the right word for it is, but um, well, the, the word might come back to me later, but mm-hmm. I guess all of our infrastructure that we had in place show how weak they are like we've been showing that we had a doctor shortage nursing shortage and like the way that we have food and since they're not going to restaurants they could have gone to people who are unemployed but we had to throw all that fucking food right. away there's know, no there's no point to it. it and i think yeah it definitely gave light to like yeah like all, everything that you just said like and especially like I mean, people are always talking about, like, make by American, but, like, most of our PPE comes from, like, I, I think there's only one large warehouse that makes PPE in America. 
like I was watching a news story about it on NBC, like a long, like, well, I think this was in November or, or October, where they were the only one who was making PPE. The rest of it, we had to ship from somewhere, some other country. Right. And it's just kind of like, it just shows you that like, y'all, do you have, it's not like America is a, is a, is a place that could not afford to build a factory that just made PPE. It's not like that's not a thing. You just do it because it's cheaper. Because you're enjoying the fruits of sweatshops and slave labor. That's what you want. Like, you can can tout all this bullshit about buy American and America first and all this shit. But you know that that's not what's going to get you your return of interest. You know that you would rather get your shit from China because you don't have to pay as much to export that shit as you would to have to pay someone who worked here at actual livable wage. Hmm. Yes, and we can't really compete with China when they have like people working like six days a week, 12 hours a day, and on top of that, the infinite amounts of resources. So we as Americans can't really compete. Yeah, man. I'm just saying. So that's a good point. The only thing I had for October was that there were debates that happened. <laughs> I think I think this is when the debates were happening, right? Yes, that yeah. was the whole month. And the memes that came out of it. Yeah, the memes were hilarious, bro. Um, the faces that our now vice president makes. Yes. Send. I love her. <laughs> God, God, I love her. Like because her, she don't even need to say anything. Her whole face gives you a bar. Like she's just kind of like. Speaking. Oh, oh, that's what you're gonna say. Oh, yes. And I also like the fact that say like seeing Kamala Harris talk to Mike Pence, a man that calls his wife mother. That um, is so. It impairs them to like talk more because you know we as women sometimes like kind of like censor herself and thinking oh you're too bossy you shouldn't talk i'm thinking no i'm speaking don't hog up the time that's right you 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 channel aunt maxine waters when you say uh reclaiming my time because you know what you're a white man and you already speak too much you should speak less so i (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now don't you speak over me i have points to make and they will jab you in the jungler okay prepare yourself like (laughs) like girl yes and definitely we have the flyest dress vice president ever that's right in the history in the history of everything yeah and they tried it and a lot of republicans tried it thinking oh she might not be american thinking no she was born in america bitch that's an old line you already used that on barack obama and he showed you his whole ass birth certificate because he didn't have time for you hoes and your nonsense okay he played the simba video and laughed in all of your faces okay <laughs> listen we black people are tired of y'all trying to claim that we're not from here we built this whole motherfucking country on our backs you better sit down somewhere you immigrant yeah okay. and i remember turning point usa i'm thinking fuck that group personally i'm thinking i don't care if we end up beef with them but fuck that group they said oh yeah kamala harris great great grandfather was one of the wealthiest slave masters in jamaica consider that i'm thinking do you know how many black families in america north south and centrals have a rich slave master great grandfather yeah you know why they have a rich slave master grandfather it's the same reason i look this color okay it's because white people are rapists. <laughs> okay. Slave rape was a thing, nigga. 
I mean, like, oh, a nigga, but no. Like, no, yeah, say it do. loud and proud with your whole chest because that's what they are. Like, okay. When a racial slave rape was a thing, nigga. It's exactly. A, it's the reason it's why a, I have freckles. It's the reason why I'm 20% European. Why there's light skins in my family. Exactly. Like, we didn't just come out of nowhere. But y'all never want to talk about that part. Y'all never want to talk about the fact that you're you're not only slave owners. You're also, like, you've also committed every sin in the book. You don't yeah, want to talk and, about that. And also, it's funny. Now, the Thomas Jefferson descendants finally accepted that, okay, maybe he actually did have... Uh, had a relation with Sally Hemings because of thinking they did everything. They say, oh no, it was the car, uh, their cousins of the Jeffersons. And they were like, no, there's DNA evidence that connected them to the Jeffersons. Then they got in a meeting and say, oh, it's A. Jefferson, not Thomas Jefferson. And then they went to Monticello and they found out that Sally Hemings' room was right next to Thomas Jefferson's room. And they realized, okay, we can't deny this evidence. So then the white descendants of Thomas Jefferson accepted the black descendants of Thomas Jefferson. like we don't we don't enjoy this like do you think that i enjoy having to explain to people that like no neither one of my parents are white it's just that there's a whole bunch of white people down both of my lines okay like and not willingly a lot of the time like it's not like we asked for it all right yeah that's explained to people like oh is your niece mixed no both her parents are black exactly and let's move on um for november what did you have friend besides looking up on cbs news that's when the election shit ha- happened okay. i mean the longest election i think in modern u.s history i was biting my nails when trump won ohio i was freaking the fuck out thinking oh my god another four years of trump we're fucked and then i realized no it's the nail and balance accounting and then of course all that shit came up and they realized no, no, he won. There's no voter fraud. So, and then the Supreme Court was in Biden's favor, which is great, which is unexpected. I mean, I'm not going to call her Amy Coney. I'm just going to call her Judge Amy. So I'm thinking, and I guess in this time, Thanksgiving was a bit smaller because all of us stay socially distant. Um, usually, I usually have like family over, mm. but I'm thinking for this year, I think we feel a little bit more hopeful mm-hmm. um for oh i will like readily admit that like my period came a whole ass early because <laughs> i was that fucking stressed like i was like i was pressed my friend i was like if this man wins this fucking election i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do like I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, like, you know what? I'll learn Spanish, move to Mexico, or actually consider going to the back to Barbados and become a doctor. And when things settle down, probably come back to America as Doctor Belinda. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And you would have fulfilled your childhood lifelong dream. <laughs> Listen, I was like, I can't, I can't handle another for you. I can't, I can't. I'm already like, I'm telling you, like I broke out into like my, I broke out into the worst acne I had ever had. And like, I have like hormonal acne. Like, so like, I, I was so pressed. Um, but luckily, Joe Biden 
reigned supreme. And I said, the Lord does love us. We are back in his good graces. <laughs> we can be saved. But what I wrote down for my thing was that um, BTS got nominated for a Grammy <laughs> in November. But more importantly, more importantly, but I do want to like stress really quickly like that when I saw that video, I don't know if you've seen it, but like four of them were sitting on a, on a couch. And it was, it was Taehong, um, Namjoon, Jimin, and Jungkook. And like Taehong was over here and the rest of them were sitting over here. And I guess they were watching it on the TV. And of course, they're all like jumping up and down like, yes, we did it. And Taehong was sitting over there making this face like, hmm. <laughs> like, like, and everybody interpreted that as like, because I think they got nominated for duet or something like or no best group or something i don't remember but he was like I, he was making his face like we've been robbed <gasps> <laughs> and i was like okay Taehong. um but more importantly chloe and hallie have gotten nominated for a grammy and they deserve i don't know if you've heard ungodly hour but what an album what an album. And also, I do want to ask, uh, at, uh, Megan Thee Stallion released her song, Body, which is now a TikTok sensation, because that woman is on a roll this year yes. with Savage, Body, WAP. So I'm thinking, and it's great. I mean, I also wanted to add, like, around this year, a lot of people were offended by WAP, including, like, classic, like, rap uh, rappers, like Snoop Dogg said, oh, you shouldn't be rapping about that publicly. I'm thinking, Really? I mean, do you know how many fucking rappers, like, I love rap and hip-hop, I grew up, but how many rappers rap about fucking bitches and all this stuff, and then a woman raps about how she likes to enjoy sex is controversial, and they're not the first rappers to do it, because I know the rapper yeah. Cupcake does the same thing with- um, Yeah. So. Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim, like, if you want to go all the way back there, and it's like Snoop Dogg- My neck, my back, my pussy and my crack. My pussy and my crack. Like, <laughs> but like, it's just like Snoop Dogg. You literally used to rap about that shit all yeah. the fucking time. Are you serious? So we have to be subjected to everything you stuck your dick in. But the moment I talk about how wet my pussy is, like, you have a problem? Yes. And I want to swipe this dude's nose like a credit card. That's bad. Yeah, like, I want you to park that Big Mac right in the little garage. You have a problem? Like, exactly. <laughs> Or talk how good my head game is. Apparently, that's bad. But, you know, Miss Nicole can talk about, I come up here with a dick in my hand. I'm thinking, I mean, I still like rap. I'm thinking, there's nothing wrong with WAP. I mean, yeah, it should be for adults because it's sexually exploited. Right. Explicit, but still, kind of like with anything, there's, like, things for adults and things for everyone else. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking people are just so stiff. I'm thinking once they hear about a woman talking about her pleasure, I'm thinking, oh, you're taking something that's mine, sex, and, and you're you're taking my toy. I just think they just feel so offended by it. I think, well, I, and it's a deeper thing to where, like, you're taking something that was supposed to be a feel-good song about how, like, oh, this is how I enjoy my pleasure, and you're like, but if I'm not sexually objectifying you, then I don't want to hear about it. And it's like, no, friend, this is the year of our Lord 2020. And um, in, in the year of our Lord 2020, I talk about my pussy. And um, I don't care if you like it. 
Like you can or literally ass p word. That's right. You can <laughs> literally go suck your own dick if you have a problem. Cause I don't want to do it now for you because you are whack. Like, <laughs> if just think about it. If you had kept your mouth shut, you could have been on that wave. Like you literally, you could have said nothing. Like they would have been easier if you literally just would have said nothing. You would have kept your disgust with it or like your, uh, like, oh, I don't like it to yourself. Nobody cares. Like literally just, just go somewhere, go sit down. We, we're not doing that. It's feminism. We're not, we're not here for it. Yes. And finally, it's December. What do you have for December, Belmar? Let's see. Looking up on CBS. Oh, shit. Hang on. So many things have happened this month. <laughs> I mean, Christmas. Also, personally, being socially distant, we send some things and hopefully make some plans. I mean... I guess with the COVID vaccine coming out, there's like a light at the end of the tunnel. So that's something that's good to be looking into. And uh, let's see, every 10 minutes, someone's dying in COVID in Los Angeles. That isn't good. That's not good. That's not good. Um... I think also like Hamilton on Disney Plus is getting nominated for, I think, a golden globe which is great because i'm obsessed with hamilton <laughs> it's, so uh, it's, it's good and all like all the actors involved are like so attractive it's not fair yes they're talented i love david diggs david diggs mm-hmm. i mean i saw him first in blackish mm-hmm. and, and he has like amazing hair he really and then does. he also wrote uh oh he also wrote a hanukkah song Puppy for Hanukkah. I'm That's thinking, right. damn, listening to this made me want to convert. <laughs> I, re- I remember we talked about this last week and we were both like, you know what? I can celebrate. I have, I talked about this with my brothers today. We have 0.9% Akashani Jewish mm-hmm. in the bloodline. We could, we could convert. Yeah, I have 1.2%. <laughs> there you go. Like, we could get in there. Fine. Okay, David. Okay. Fold me in and your ever since Bofus, because him being like his mom being white Jewish and his dad being black, he embraced both sides of his culture. Mm-hmm. And he also has a band called Clipping, so it's just a pretty good rap song. So he's an all around star and he sings like an angel. I know, so good. What did I miss? Such a good song. Um, for December, I have unfortunately Shia LaBeouf has been revealed to be a, an abuser. And um, I'm a little upset about it. See, this is why, this is why I'm a, I'm a strong advocate of not having anybody like, uh, especially like a um, a celebrity on a pedestal because they will let you down. Like I'm not a huge Shia LaBeouf fan, but I'm like I like that man. Like he does good things. And just to hear this about him is, it's upsetting because it's just kind of like, oh man, like, you know, like I thought you were one of the good ones and you, and I mean, because I don't know, have you heard the story about what FKA Twigs came out and said about him? Um, I haven't. Yeah, so she basically um, uh, said that he was very, he's hes an alcoholic, like well, during their relationship, he's an alcoholic and he committed sexual battery against Ooh. her. 
Yeah. So, um, and it was it wasn't just her. Like Sia also came out and said that he's been very like kind of abusive towards her. Um, and then maybe one other person, but I can't exactly remember if another person kind of corroborated that story. But I mean, my my stance is always to believe the victims until you know, unless not until because usually like nothing really happens to rarely honestly things do like people get the punishment that they deserve for like sexual battery rape um harvey weinstein is one of the few large like like names like big names that i've seen actually face and of course uh uh r kelly r kelly and um bill cosby those are one of those are the i think it's becoming better recently but like it's still there are still tons of people who have slipped through the cracks like um brett kavanaugh um uh what was that stupid white boy's name that uh uh, uh only got six months oh um, the one brock turner brock turner like there are tons of people who will who slip through the cracks for these things all the time and so it's like i i i honestly like my thing is like i i believe you um and i highly doubt that like anything will change my mind because the uh, so it's it's such a touchy thing because like your word against theirs and like so few victims why would i make this up like i'm not saying that it doesn't happen there have been just vindictive men and women who have like accused men or women of doing these sorts of things and i'm not saying it doesn't happen but that's rare like, why would, there's no reason to lie about something like that. Because it's mortifying and you have to live it with it every single day. Even if somebody does receive the type of punishment that they deserve. So, right. I mean, it's, it sucks. And like, I have a little bit of hope because Shia seems like he is accepting responsibility, kind of. Because he sent out a statement, he put out a statement, like, where he, um, um where he acknowledged kind of that you know he was an alcoholic he did he did get blackout drunk and he may have done some things to her and he's like I won't dispute any of the claims or whatever but you know he can't say much because she's taking him to court so it's like right. his lawyers are like shut the fuck up <laughs> Don't exactly you <laughs> So it's just kind of like, but it's like, I, I have a little bit of hope that like Shia won't like, won't fight the charges that much, hopefully like, and he'll take his, and he'll learn like to be better. Right. Because it seems like, I don't feel like FK Twigs is coming at this from like, she's clearly hurt and she did it because she wants justice to kind of be served and she wants him to stop. So it's just like I don't think it's from a vindictive standpoint. I I feel like it's like you need to be punished for this so that you don't do yeah. it to somebody else. So, and I guess on a little bit more positive note, Mackenzie Scott, former wife of Jeff Bezos, was giving away four billion dollars in four months Ooh. to like black colleges and universities, more than forty food banks and Goodwill Industries. So she lost her billionaire status giving away like money uh, to different organizations. So I'm thinking her philanthropy is really putting her husband, ex-husband to shame. That's right. 
and we love to see it like i love i love it when white women put their money where their mouth is that's why i love dolly parton i love dolly parton that's something we did not mention she i think was it in november right where she like donated to the she was one of the bigger benefactors that donated to the COVID 19 research and it was like where are you at all these other white millionaires and billionaires why are you not putting money into this yeah mr jeff bezos i mean amazon came on top <laughs> i know people bought more pointless shit on amazon so exactly. i'm thinking he could be i think he's a centi-millionaire or oh, centi-mare centi-millionaire that's ridiculous we th- nobody should there should not even oh, be centi-mare billionaires in this world like there's no reason for you to be able to have that much money because what the fuck are you gonna do with it like and, you yeah yeah it's frustrating also to my conservative friends trickle down economics do not work no. it doesn't it doesn't trickle down debts trickle down yes but i'm thinking money doesn't trickle down if that's the case then everyone working on Amazon to get a pay raise, but they didn't. They got like hazard cut their their hazard pay cut. So exactly. trickle down economics doesn't work. Jeff Bezos is um in a rich asshole who only cares about himself. He's greedy and he only wants to look out for his own self-interest. There should be no reason that you should be making millions of dollars every time you take in a breath of oxygen. Exactly. I mean, I'm still wondering. I mean, he's like a Batman, well, a Spider-Man villain. He's in New York. He's bald. He went to a divorce. And he knows everyone's secrets. He has, like, top technology in the world. I'm surprised he doesn't become a Spider-Man villain. He and, like, um, that man that runs tel- Elon Musk and, <laughs> um, and all the other white millionaires are going to form, like, a Sinister Six or some shit. Watch. surprisingly i think elon musk came to austin texas because right now a lot of tech companies are coming to texas like h uh hp is coming to houston and uh tesla is coming to austin and they're just coming here they're really just california up our taxes i know right all of the all of the backwoods conservatives are just crawling out from under their rocks and they're like you get out of my texas you filthy californian (laughs) don't you dare bring your silicon valley nonsense to my beautiful bigger texas yeah, so th- I think they were most going to do that shit in Austin, so they're going to make like a Texas Silicon Valley, so a mm-hmm. Texas Valley of sorts. I'm thinking, I'm not sure how that'll be with Houston, because I'm thinking we're going to get a lot more tech bros. I mean, if we're going to get like a Martin Shkreli type, then yeah, I might have to like start beating some people. Amen. That's what I say. Well, that was a list for the year um, of things that fucking happened. Um, do you want to take a break and we'll come back and do we'll wrap it up we'll do the risk list for the new year and maybe um play a game yes we can probably play a game mm-hmm. all right yeah uh, let, let me go to the bathroom real quick because uh the girl has to go like she really does and just just pause okay i'll okay, be- give me some more drink something more drink some drink. <laughs> and we're back. 
Hey, what is up, guys? I here I am drinking a A and W root beer since 1919. Bro, I haven't had an A and W drink forever. <laughs> yeah, because remember, like A and W, like some colleges actually had A and Ws. Their burgers were pretty good. Because I think they had like the one third pounder like burger mm -hmm. to compete with the quarter pounder but people are idiots and they realize one third is more mm -hmm. the more meat than a quarter so i think that's how what killed them for a while because people can't do math terrible i'm one of those people so i can't really talk but like oh my gosh oh okay to do a shenanigans card hold on let me i always forget to open the fucking document <laughs> I'm like, I gotta open the document. Hmm. And everybody just hears my clicks. They're like, what's all that? It's me clicking. I do have one relationship advice if you're, while you're looking. Ooh, yeah. Okay, my... She's 36, and her husband is 31. Partner did not buy anything. Well, I guess partner. I'll make it fast. We've been together for six years, and we generally don't take holidays too seriously. We never had Christmas trees. We don't do Valentine's Day or anything. I'm fine with that. That said, we exchanged Christmas gifts in the past. We are upper middle class and employed in safe industry profession, so we have money. This year, a Obama cushion shadow box table for UCS Millennium Falcon for about $700. US Looking, looks amazing in our game room. He didn't buy me anything. I'm not into that, into gifts or anything, but my parents need to spend more money on us than he did. I'm feeling resentful. I told him what I wanted for Christmas several times earlier and have expressed disappointment not getting anything. Am I selfish? Have I done enough to convey my feelings? What to do next? Too long didn't read. Um, partner didn't give me a Christmas gift, even though I got him one. Feeling sad about it. Not sure what else to do. Edit. Turn off, he bought me a bunch of manga. It just didn't get here in time. He's a weeaboo, but he's my weeaboo, and I loved him. Oh. So she yeah. solved her own problem? Yeah, because it ended up that he actually bought her a bunch of manga, and it didn't arrive in time before Christmas. Ah. Well. So we don't actually have to give her advice. <laughs> I'm thinking, but I'm guessing the rigid situation, he's a sweet guy. Stay with him. Yeah. Or person, since you guys are partners. Mm hmm Or gender fluid, we don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Her partner's male and she's female. So I'm guessing he's a great guy. Because shipping, it's a pain in the ass. Like we did Secret Santa. Uh, with our friends, and mm -hmm. I always have one of our friends that lives in Canada, and they they didn't ship it. Like, I ordered in November, it's not going to come until January. <laughs> Listen, shipping, either, uh, COVID plus holidays, shipping is a nightmare. I remember I ordered something from, uh, that's right, I'm about to call out Rihanna, Savage X Fenty. I ordered it November the 27th, so you know that's still not here. It's been a month. I'm upset. So, like, they, I mean, you gotta, but I feel like this could have easily been rectified if he had just told her, hey, I got you something. It's still just, it just didn't get here. Right? And I feel like the, the thing that we should take away from this is, like, there's communication needs to happen here. Like, you, you, you told him you're upset, which is good. Um... And obviously, at some point, he told you fairly early that, or, or well, we don't actually know if he told her. It just, just showed up after Christmas. So he should have said to her, hey, 
it, like you or do do what I do. Like there have been times where we've ordered stuff for Christmas for my dad and it has to come in. So we'll cut out something and put it in a box. Like we'll <laughs> cut out like a like a like a paper thing and put it in a box and be like, this is coming this month, right? Like a like like a couple of weeks from now or like days after Christmas. Right. He should have done that. Like I ordered you all this stuff. It'll be in after Christmas. Then we wouldn't have had this problem. But at the same token, I don't know that she should have run immediately to air out that sort of thing on Reddit or whatever without kind of having a full conversation. Yeah. Because, like, she, if she's saying that it, oh, it, it, he just said it wasn't going to arrive until after Christmas, it's like the 27th. If she made this, she either made this on Christmas or she made this like a day after Christmas, which means that you really didn't hear this man out. Like you didn't give him a time. Maybe he feel, felt like, oh, I could still make it a surprise. Maybe he's one of those people that's like socially inept a little bit. And he thought like, oh, maybe I just won't say anything and she'll be super upset, but then she'll be even more surprised when it shows up. I don't know why people do these things. It makes no sense to me, but maybe that was his thinking. I don't know this man, but it's like, I don't think you should have run straight to Reddit or any other social media site to be all like, I'm so mad about this. Da, 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 da. And like, you haven't had the full conversation with this person yet. Yeah. So I think there's something to learn on both sides of this, this aisle. Like he needs to communicate more. He should have cut out some picture and put it in a box and she should have like given him more time to discuss this like you should have discussed this some more if you were that upset about it yeah I'm thinking I mean at some point I'm thinking yeah if you're in a relationship and I mean I know not everyone does major holidays because I'm not really super big on Valentine's Day but I'm thinking if you're exchanging some type of gift thinking to say hey an IOU on his part would have been better so I'm guessing so she won't feel hurt and thinking on her part, I'm thinking like, oh, did you not get me anything? I kind of feel hurt about this. So probably like go to him first then to Reddit. So, but I'm thinking, thanks for this. Uh, Communication is important. Yeah. Thank you, Death Weasel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm going to pick a number, uh, Belmars, between one and 796. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with 102. 102. Scroll, 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 scroll. Best fantasy world. Best fantasy world. Let's see. Let's see. About, um, weebs. Because <laughs> I remember one, the fantasy world we probably thought about was our Taco Academy idea, which was probably pretty good when we made it, kind of like a combination. I guess for those of you who don't know, we're such weebs. We made this fan fiction world in middle school, and it's kind of like a combination of like all different like animes, video games, and manga come together in this one world to mm -hmm. go to school. Mm -hmm. Their principal is... Uh, Super Mario of the Mario series, Edward Elric of of um, Alchemist was our chemistry teacher, and we went to class with Narge when everyone, of course, 
me shift myself with rock my character with rock lee so i'm thinking that fantasy world i guess a similar one would probably be like a ready player one type world where it's like Mm -hmm. a different combination of different fantasy worlds and you just kind of like get lost in it or avatar well i guess any place with like fantasy elements and glowing caves so i have to say definitely probably since like ready player one or our fan fiction world um i would say (laughs) i think i would say something like uh oh what is that wreck it ralph I loved yeah. Wreck-It Ralph as a movie. That was so fun. I think it would be interesting to just be like, I think it would be interesting just to like be like a character. Like you have a day job, like you're, you're in your video game and you're doing your grunt work. And then you just get to go to the villains pub like afterwards and hang with like freaking um, Ganondorf <laughs> and like, um, uh, what? Who were the other? Zangief. Yeah, Zangief. Like the- Goes from Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clyde and Inky and like, <laughs> I just think that would be so fun. Like to just have like, just be it may because it's it's kind of like our world, but you just don't die because <laughs> you're a video game character. Like you just respawn like all the freaking time. <laughs> so. pretty good. And like connect with different arcades or kind of like when people go to sleep, probably go to different world. Let's say if I'm from like Super Mario World, I'm like a Goomba. How fun will be like going to Sonic World? I mean, it would probably suck because it's a lot of speed. Yeah. If I can get through those loops, I'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you're not as fast as Sonic or like if you're not one of the main cast, it's not fun. Like if you're not Amy or Sonic or Shadow or like, um, Tails, uh, yeah. Please, a mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think a world that's like similar to ours but has enough magic because I don't want to die. Like I don't I like a, a little danger, but not to where like the like the consequences are like so like I'm reading this the as a good example of this. I'm reading this one webtoon, it's called The Mage and the Demon Queen. It's so cute. It's like a it's like it's kind of it's not a Yuri like in in that like the 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 main character is like our hardcore sexual or whatever, but yeah. it's like it's a it's a it's the main the main character is a mage, like a young mage that goes to like this school of like RPG characters and like they they're they're called adventurers and she's in love with like the villain love the the series who's like a demon queen right and like her whole point like she's tricking everyone into thinking that she's going up into this tower to kill her because that's what everybody wants to do but actually every time she gets up there she professes her love for (laughs) the demon queen and she's just like i just want you to be my wife and it's so wholesome like and even though like they die like the adventurers or whatever they respawn in a church and they just have to pay for themselves to like you know be like alive (laughs) they just pay gold to the priest so they can live right like so i think that that would be fun because like even though i die like i could just respawn like i just need to have enough gold to be able to pay the priest so that i can come back to life (laughs) if i'm an adventurer like that doesn't necessitate that i'm gonna be an adventurer like i don't know 
but I'm just saying if I wanted to be one then I could <laughs> that would be pretty fun mm-hmm. okie dokie um let's go to do you have what do you want for the new year I think if we do and actually while you figure that out I'm gonna mute myself really quick and go get my cards because I said I was gonna pull one tarot card for the new year so prepare for that everybody <laughs> <laughs> okay well I guess for me I want 2021 to be the year of investment I want to invest in my health invest in my wealth because I guess being in quarantine and the Rona and Corona going around, the Rona got me thinking, what's really important in my life? Well, definitely friends and I'll definitely well. So me be a, a poor millennial still living at home, definitely want to move out either by the end of next year or beginning of 2022. So want to make sure my duds aren't in row, most likely. So probably get a higher paying job or make the right moves in my professional career to get what I need, maybe get in my master's program in 2022, uh, kind of finish that up my certification. So, and also be more healthy health wise. I do want to be Katana for 2021. So I need to work on my stomach. <laughs> yes. And I want to be, listen, I actually, I had thought about this and it's crazy how like in sync we are as friends, because I have thought about like us doing like a, like a, a katana, like you as a katana and me as a, um, Melina, Melina. <laughs> but I was like, Oh, I don't have the stomach for that. Like I have the boobs for it, but like, <laughs> not the stuff like because that girl if you've ever seen is ripped obviously yeah. <laughs> like I mean, if you're pair you are like fighting people in fucking mortal combat defending other women <laughs> you need to be fucking ripped you need to be ripped and so i was just like oh that would be amazing if we could do like a a cosplay where you're katana and i'm melina even though we don't look alike it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you seen meg the stallion's cosplay of melina it's amazing oh yes i fucking love that meg the stallion is a nerd i want to be friends with her that much more because she's a fucking nerd and i love it <laughs> love it she's a nerd she likes hip-hop and she's down to earth in her interviews and she's down to do hot girl shit i love doing hot girl shit i love hot girl shit um let me see my wish list for the new year i also definitely want to be healthier um in the new year like i'm not like now that i'm on my own i get to control like obviously like because i can only i'm not rich by any means and like so i have to like you know um buy my own food and so i have a little bit more control over what i buy now and what i make so i'm trying to like you know choose healthier things um and um go in that like direction a little bit more so not as many carbs i'm not starting off great i got like pop tarts like that's my guilty pleasure thing in the in the apartment right now and i'm just kind of like "Mm, i can't do this again or if i do i have to just indulge like every like other month or something or every couple of months because like we can't be just eating pop tarts like that (laughs) so um yeah like uh I definitely want to be healthier this year um I definitely want um next year I definitely want um 
I think I don't, I haven't said this on the podcast. So, but, um, Belmars knows I did, I've decided to use matchmaking program and it's largely for y'all because like I, I said, because I was on a podcast, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to experience what it'd be like to do like a matchmaking program. And I was, and I like, I have, so the way that it works is, is like six dates, um, with six different people. I've chosen to do like three virtual, three in person. So um, I kind of am going to like do them and then like tell y'all the results afterwards, like what I thought um, about the guys, about the service itself, about like the results or whatever. Um, so that we can kind of like, you can kind of go on this journey with me together. <laughs> so if you were ever thinking of like matchmaking, and this is a fairly like, they had like a 50% discount which is largely why I decided to sign up for it because the prices aren't outrageous like when they're not discounted but it's still like it's money right right so like and but it's it's a lot cheaper than a lot of other matchmaking programs it's only in the hundreds where a lot of the times like you'll find Typically, it's like 500 to 1,000 to more thousands to whatever. So I'm really looking forward to telling y'all about that. That's exciting. Um, and um, I, I think I want to, I really want to like brush up, not brush up. I really want to get into my spirituality and definitely yeah. therapy. Like I want to, um, I don't know. I think I kind of want to find my purpose because I love tarot and I love like exploring that. And I love exploring like, witchy things or whatever but I don't know if I'm a witch I just think I like a lot of like I love crystals I love like tarot I love astrology but I'm like does that make me a witch I don't know I think I just like these things so like I'm trying to figure out that part of my identity and then also like I definitely want to work on like getting with a therapist regularly and like kind of unpacking all of this like because we were talking about this earlier like at our Christmas party um that like it takes like a lot of work to acknowledge not only acknowledge like the things that you've learned from like all around you like society yeah. your parents your family your friend like other things like that it, it takes a lot to acknowledge that and then it takes more work you have to want it constantly to be able to break those cycles and so I definitely want to get into that this year but I'm just like my wish list for is that y'all all collectively is that y'all all please learn to be a little bit more, more empathetic to people yeah please like it was so disheartening like to see for this whole entire year that y'all just didn't care about each other it's sad. I mean, especially with something small, like, okay, those who were patriarchs, they, I'll do whatever my country asked me to do. Your country's asking you to stay home and wear a mask and people are fighting them and just, and it's really disheartening thinking, and especially with a lot of like black people in America who are dying at a high rate of COVID-19. That's really concerning to me. Mm-hmm. But I guess on the flip side of it, when we look at like Africa and how they're handling it, they're actually doing pretty good. Like, COVID cases are actually moderately low. People are like really surprised, thinking black people can do a lot of things without white people. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it's it, and this is. I feel like the individualism of this society really does come a lot, like stems a lot from white people bullshit. I'm sorry, like I just have to say what I have to say, and I'm not gonna be like sad. I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to take it back. Like this individualistic said, why do you think that like colonizing countries like Europe and us and um, I don't know, like I feel like uh, I said Europe. Europe is not a country for so sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, the UK and us and France and like all these are, why do you think that they have the most COVID cases? It's because I'm sorry, you, you white people just are so into this nonsense bullshit where it's just kind of like, don't infringe on my rights. You are not a collectivistic thinking type of people. And there's something wrong with that. Like you can't set aside your own selfish ideals for the good of other people and it's because all you care about is your own forward momentum and it's like that you're gonna die out (laughs) i'm sorry like i just have to say it like you're gonna die out that way i've always had this thought in my brain like kind of like white people do some crazy shit and like (laughs) they they like y'all are gonna I've always had this idea that y'all are gonna breed yourselves out because you have such this fear of losing your culture quote-unquote and like you're that's why white supremacy exists and it's just kind of like you're gonna die out (laughs) it's just crazy to think about yeah I mean this individual thinking we are special we are the chosen people is really gonna fuck them up so and Yes, it's really, really frustrating with, like, white people. I'm thinking white mediocrity getting a pass because I'm not sure who it was, but I remember watching the news and saying how, like, white mediocrity is probably, like, killing a lot of people. And sometimes mm-hmm. white people's racism is kind of, like, hurting other white people's self-interest. For example, mm-hmm. like, with food stamps. That's hurting other white, poor white people as well. And But I'm thinking oh, we don't want any poor black, lazy black people getting this and thinking you're also hurting poor, lazy white people too. Right, yeah, like, it's not, like, you, you are, like, (laughs) it's crazy to me. Like, you and those same poor white people will uplift the same white people that step on them. And that makes no sense. Like, and I would, if there was a black person that spat on me, like a rich black person, I would be all like, you know what? You're not getting another dime out of me because mm-hmm. you don't care about the culture. Like we can't cancel quote unquote. You can't really cancel people. But like people are like, I'm not giving Kanye West another cent of my money because he's acting like, He's acting like he's out of his freaking mind or um, that uh, a general, what is it? Attorney general that tried Breonna Taylor's case. He's been crucified by black Twitter as well. Like you can't, you can't hurt one of us and suspect the rest of us the collectively. That's not how the black community at large works. Like we don't do that shit. So the fact that like poor white people, like, I mean, Trump is the best example. Like, poor white people will literally, like, yes, please use me as a doormat. Yeah, I mean, Lyndon B. Johnson once said you can convince, if you can convince a poor white man that he's better than the black man right next to him, he wouldn't care that you're robbing him. In fact, he'll empty out his pockets. Exactly. And it's like, that is that is how y'all are going to, like, put yourselves into being extinct. And it's like, I can't feel bad for you because we're literally screaming it in your face and you're not paying attention. You have to want 
You have to want to survive and you're not proving it. You're out here protesting in the streets because somebody's trying to keep you alive. Like how the, how the fuck do you expect us to have any sympathy, any empathy for you when you don't have empathy for yourselves? Exactly. White people wake up. Crap, I was about to say something about white people. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hopefully, well, I'm not sure whenever white people want to get it together, but please stop voting against your own self-interest. Please. But uh, I'm going to get off my pulpit about white people and I'm going to pull a tarot card for the year and then we're going to um, wrap it up because I know Belmar, it's like 10 o'clock at night and Belmars and I have jobs tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, mm, all right. Let me, um, so you, Belmars, you tell me when to stop shuffling. Okay. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I'm just gonna do like this, and then we're gonna wait for one to pop out. for twenty twenty one. Provide a message for the collective for twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. We have the ten of pinnacles. Oh, a lot of pinnacles. It's pinnacle. So pin it like a real quick like tarot lesson. Tens are about completions because they're at the end of your one through 10, like your numbered cards. So 10 is kind of about completion. So it's like going full circle on a cycle. And then pinnacles is actually earthly wealth, um, expansion, um, groundedness. It stands for like earth signs as well. Um, and it's kind of about like, you know, I think the Ten of Pentacles is really giving me like, um, I mean, it, it's kind of giving me economy right now. Like it's a building up back of a, an economy, I think. Like we've come like, but I almost want to say it's like the end of the economy as we know it, how like things are, like how business was as usual this is like next year is going to be the end of that era like it's slowly going to be kind of petering out and we're going to be witness to something new um as far as um how people make wealth um there might be wealth shifts like the people that were in power like I'm not going to say Jeff Bezos is going to fall from power, but the people that were kind of on top that you knew, like always were on top, like the Walton siblings or like um, uh, Bill Gates or like stuff like that, people that were, that have like kind of defined the generation as wealth. We might see some shifts there, like new money is coming in um new influencer influence not like not like social media influence but new people are gaining wealth um we're kind of seeing it spread around a little more with this tin because tin this is kind of this kind of symbolizes generational wealth as well so like we might see some new blood as far in like families that are coming up that might be changing some things i don't know why my brain i just heard like Kim Jong-un's sister is um might be taken like I feel like I don't know why listen I have no idea why that came up in my brain like I'm just like but like people are taking new positions of power 
um i feel like there's going to be major shifts in like how people make money in everyday people's lives and then how management is handled in like these huge companies like you're going to be seeing new ceos you're going to be seeing new owners you're going to be seeing new um people kind of pop up um and i think also people are going to be in a rush to kind of secure that generational wealth like they're going to be disseminating that down to um kids grandkids all that kind of thing so like i think i think people this also kind of feels like a scramble like people are going to be scrambling to kind of lock in that wealth because you see this is kind of like a pyramid um also i'm i just said that and i'm like pyramid schemes <laughs> the pyramid schemes are back everyone be careful <laughs> um but yeah i feel like this is very positive in that like the economy is being rebuilt but i think it's being it's the end of one cycle and it's being rebuilt in a whole different way and i can't say yet if that's going to be positive or not but i mean we'll see but i mean as far as this is concerned like i think a lot of people are going to kind of come out on top that weren't there before i think is the overall thing so if you feel like there's no like future ahead for you as far as like financially or business or like grow growth um i'm here to tell you like if you've you will prosper if you because this is also like i think kind of teamwork you will prosper if you've made sure to try and help other people prosper right so that's what you can expect in 2021 everybody well um yes Belmar I said you have something to say Hmm. (laughs) so it's looking great hopefully that 2021 is a better year than god awful 2020 I mean unless they decide to realize it's going to be the whole decade is going to be trash (laughs) I I haven't spoken that in just this famous last take it out (laughs) it's going to be a better year it's going to be we're on the upward swing that's what we want Hmm. positive lives going into 2020 it's all the shoulder probably need to sage the house sage the house open your window sage the house let all the bad juju out (laughs) do some spring cleaning move around your furniture anything that you kind of do some like what's that what's that lady's name that was really popular marie kondo do some marie kondo wing get rid of things that don't spark joy um (laughs) you just invite newness into your house and you never know this could be you that's all i'm saying ten of pentacles it could be you okay well belmars i think that's it do you have anything you want to close out besides the well wishes for our listeners yes you can follow us on instagram lady underscore blurred 94 is where you can find me you can find me doing random stuff selfies creative projects i'm definitely go more into like creative projects so hopefully get in touch with my creative side and i wish for everyone well my listeners i know most of our listeners are male so isn't that a crazy thing (laughs) when i discovered that i was like male really okay (laughs) 
but yes i agree i hope that everybody has a prosperous new year eat lots of um black eyed peas eat some cabbage um i don't know if uh other cultures know about that but cabbage for black people is money so eat some <laughs> eat some cabbage um eat an extra helping baby um yeah. and uh, just in case it gets cold mm-hmm. and um yeah everybody have a good new year stay safe like don't go out and party and be crazy not just because of covid but because like we don't need no drunk driving yes you don't need it that's how we're going anywhere anyway so but stay safe make sure well i guess the guideline is 10 people or less per gathering so have a zoom party we're having one right now (laughs) fun times fun times Mm -hmm. uh you can you can follow me on twitter it's nikki at nikki alley muse it's going to be in the comments. And then obviously thank you again to Belinda's bow for our music because it's so fun. And thank you to Kiwi for our, our logo. Um, and thanks to everybody who listened. Um, we really love and appreciate y'all. Um, and like, leave us some messages or some comments. I mean, I have to give a little bit of complaining. Yes, thank you for some support. Hopefully we'll to grow this podcast to start as a hobby. Maybe it might be a little bit more. Fingers crossed for that. Fingers crossed. We get some consistent ass episodes in 2021, right? Like, damn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, y'all, uh, love you. Stay safe. Um, see you next year. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> Bye. Peace.